0: My name's Adeline Ray, and I love scenatics. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of The One, The Only. That's right, folks. Thematics. This time, Grace and I. Grace is back. That's right. Episode number 32. She was vacation with her family, but she is back. Join us on episode number 33. We have the privilege to interview Vicki Haverson. I'll say her name correctly this time. You'll hear the first part of her name. I say Haverson. It is Haverson. So sit back, relax, enjoy yourself, and make sure you listen all the way to the end where we'll talk about how much we love Vicky's accent. And I'll share with you my secret sauce to the videos that I create on Unleashed strengthscom All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And if you want to support this podcast, the best way you can do it is go to iTunes, subscribe, and please leave us a positive review. It's that simple, folks. This is Andy Sokolovich. Enjoy the show. See ya. <laughs> You're listening to Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Oh, yeah. That's right, everybody. Welcome to the greatest podcast on the planet Earth. So far, we're moving out to different planets in the solar system. But so far, the greatest podcast on the planet Earth. That's right, folks. Thematics. My name is Andy Sikolovich. I'm a Gallup-certified strengths coach and the owner of a coaching practice nestled right here in the small Midwest town of Clinton, Iowa, Unleash Strengths. I am a coach for hire, working with organizations to enhance employee engagement, boost recognition, and increase overall job satisfaction. If you are interested in enlisting the skills of a strengths coach, or you're looking for a speaker for your next workshop, conference, or seminar, consider giving me a call 815-441-2219, or shoot me an email, andy, andy, at com. Thematics is a podcast series designed to highlight the massive impact the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment has had on now over 12 million people. It's our belief here at Unleash Strengths, the best way to promote its effectiveness and prove the results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development firsthand. Our guest today is intimately aware of her strengths and wants nothing more than to share her story in an effort to help you and others like you succeed. For more information or to schedule an interview for yourself, that's right, you too can be on Thematics. Again, email andy at unleashstrengths.com. Hit us up on social media, facebook.com forward slash unleashstrengths, twitter, at Unleash CSF, you can subscribe to our RSS feed and iTunes via the links on our website, UnleashStrengths.com. I do ask that if you listen to us on iTunes, go ahead and give us a positive review. It really helps our podcast grow. My co-host finally back from her beautiful vacation. The one, the only, the talented Grace Lacanti. Grace is oh, the thank you. oh, you're see. I'm so excited you're back. I didn't get a chance I to know. do that last I week. I missed you. I know, I know. <laughs> Grace is the owner of Lacanti Consulting. You can find more information at Lacanti, that's L A C O N T E consulting.com. Grace provides strengths-based training to management teams and groups. Grace, welcome back. How was your vacation?
1: Thank you. It was so relaxing. I can't say enough good things about literally turning off your cell phone and i had no choice because we were in the redwood forest of northern california which is breathtakingly beautiful you could see the pacific ocean on one side and beautiful hardwood trees on the on the other side but my goodness we had no internet
0: yeah (laughs) so i I was not
1: able to participate in the last podcast uh, recording because i had no way (laughs) of connecting with the rest of the world so uh but My goodness, it really took a huge load off uh, mentally just to have a break from the emails and the Facebook messages and all the other things that I was responsible for. So it's really nice to take a break.
0: I think that's the only way that... Well, I'm happy to have you back, but I think that's the only way that I would be able to physically unplug uh, from the World Wide Web as if I was in an area that had no Internet service. So, yeah, uh,
1: Yeah, maybe we should consider the Redwood National Forest (laughs) for your next vacation. Or my
0: in-laws house. (laughs) My cell phone seems to go dead there. So I'm out mowing (laughs) on the tractor and I have no signal. How, How am I supposed to listen to Pandora? (laughs) <laughs> so it's uh, the struggle is real folks. But Grace, you're back. I'm happy, everybody's yes. happy. The weather here in Iowa is beautiful. Um the weather in your area, from what you said, is is lacking a little bit of rain in the Pacific Northwest. Dry Portland, yeah. Yeah, dry Portland. That's that's weird. Mm-hmm. So this show, Thematics, all about StrengthsFinder. And what our real focus is, is interviewing those people who have used it time and time again to help themselves and others grow. And today is no exception. I want to introduce our guest today, Vicki Haverson. Vicki, how are you doing did I say your last name right? If not, correct me and tell us your top five.
2: Thank you, Andy. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. It's actually Haberson, but that, that's fine. many people pronounce it as Haberson, so I'm quite used to that. <laughs> um, so my top five are uh, Maximizer, Arranger, Input, Relator, and Empathy.
0: Nice, that Relator Empathy. I like that a lot. So so the first question we always ask is, who introduced you to StrengthsFinder And why? Like, how did it get? How did it come into your life?
2: Um, Well, about uh, well, beginning of last year, I think I was going through a a stage in my life where I was kind of as a bit of a crossroads of not really sure what I want to do next. I know it's not really what I'm doing now, and I'd always been really interested in coaching and NLP. So. I enrolled myself onto an NLP practitioner certification, which was also coupled with a coaching certification. And it was a four week course. And within the first uh, uh, weekend of doing the course, a guy called uh, Mick Todd, who's also a certified coach and gone through the same path, came in to talk to us about his particular journey in coaching and happened to mention that. He was very familiar with his strengths and that he played to his strengths every day and talked about an assessment that you could do online called the Strengths Finder 2 assessment and Gallup. And he gave us the website. And I remember just immediately going, Oh my goodness, I've got to go home tonight and take that assessment. It just something inside of me just went, I want to go home and do that. And I did. So that evening I went back, did. Literally straight away, as soon as I got in through the door, and was presented uh, with my top five.
0: So, for our listeners that don't necessarily understand NLP, can you explain what that is?
2: Yes, so NLP is um, short for Neuro Linguistic Programming. So, it's um, an amazing sort of set of tools and techniques to support you. Uh, with coaching, but also um, in terms of sort of influencing and also a lot of self awareness and a lot of uh, what we did and, and we studied on the course was an amazing it's given me some amazing additional tools but it's also it's it it is is about and it has a lot of um, synergies with Mm. uh, the strengths work too in terms of um, makes you understand that all people are very different and we all have our different uh, view of the world and we all come at it through our own individual lenses and see things in that way and you know the tools that it it gave me in terms of self-discovery was was fantastic
0: grace have you done anything with nlp
1: I have a lot of very strongly opinionated friends <laughs> who <Yeah>. have <laughs> and one of the interesting things I've noticed about um, the discussions I've had with them is that it's not, it's its a method to basically rev up your influence on people, is that right Vicki? It's not to program someone's mind or to take advantage of them, it's more like a method that we, we all use normally in in small doses, but actually you can see videos online of examples of how someone who's very gifted at this and has done a lot of training can actually prog- put thoughts into people's minds that they, they would not normally observe and then their decision making is kind of affected by how many of those cues are given, is that right Vicky?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it it can be quite misinterpreted and Mm -hmm. uh, it is about influencing, but it's about influencing uh, people in the right way Mm -hmm. and help to support influencing um, them towards change and very much orientated towards helping them achieve their goals through using those techniques
0: very interesting i'll have to do some more research on that i mean i've heard of nlp and i and i think tony robbins i believe is a big uh, nlp guy i'm not sure but i'll have to do some more research on that because it sounds really intriguing since the day you sit there you, you sit back you get these top five and you start to realize hey this is pretty accurate talk to us about your strengths journey what does that look like how do you apply your strengths and your talents both personally and professionally
2: I think it was really interesting for me, so when I first got the uh, my top five and I thought, yeah, you know this does sum me up really well and and um, this is great and without really realizing uh, it at the time or I look back and recognize it now as my strengths almost went into overdrive, so I needed to find out as much as I possibly could about my strengths the, those top five strengths. All about, um, Gallup, the strength visor assessment. So using my maximizer, my input. What I later, um, also then discovered is that I've got learner within my top 10 when I unlocked my 34 a couple of months later. So I did literally gather and start gathering resources, you know, you name it, articles online, books, talking to other people who'd been involved in are involved in strengths to really start to develop my knowledge and understanding. And when I then a couple of months later unlocked the 34, I, th- I think I had one of my first real sort of aha moments as well because it made sense to me when I saw the others within my top 10, which are um, individualization, learner, connectedness, achiever and self-assurance. Those all made sense along with the, the others that i would already discovered in my top five, as well as the ones that sat at the bottom. And a lot of um, what I started to do, I've read now, put your strengths to work by Marcus Buckingham, and what I loved about that was starting to really get to understand in myself what were some of the things that I was doing that were weakening me, where I felt really depleted, where I you know wasn't um feeling energized versus you know what are the things that I'm doing, where the time is going really quickly, where I'm feeling you know really energized, really happy, ecstatic, even though you know it's been a long day, but I felt. Um, on top of the world. So th- those um, really, really helped me to get to grips. And I'm uh, 13, I think 13 weeks now into um, my certification with strength strategy. And that's where I found, you know, some really big aha moments about really helping to understand both you know, in myself and others. But, you know, what are the things that my strengths contribute? What do they need? What do they get triggered by? Um, when I feel frustrated, I can now relate it back to uh, it's my, the needs of my strengths aren't being realized or they're being um, frustrated by something. And where I do have a tendency to um, overuse my strengths as well.
0: Yeah, the overuse part is something that's, that's very insightful, especially for me at the time when I found out, woo, communication are in my top five. And I thought, oh, this is why I naturally like to speak in meetings. This is why I love going to social events, shaking hands, meeting new people. But I quickly realized it's also time when I overuse those talents a little bit and it puts others on the defense because they're not, they're not used to the social butterfly cruising around the room, shaking hands, yeah. wanting to meet everybody. So you got to kind of throttle back a little bit.
1: Yeah, Vicky, I had a realization a few months ago. I've worked for eight years in the health information management field. And actually, Andy and I were just speaking about this before the call here. Um, I was a medical transcriptionist for a few years, which is, it sounds like it's a secretarial job, but it's actually interpreting and kind of having insight into the thought process of a physician who's dictating in order to create a medical report of uh, a visit that was conducted with a patient. So in our country, we, we have this whole process of documentation and this role is very important to that. It's been switched a bit to electronic means. But um, I've been in this industry, and then now working with management um, and managers in the field. Um, I was in a room with a lot of other peers, and one of the presenters in this this group was was asking, "So, is anyone here excited about change?" And my hand went straight up. I've got futuristic input ideation activator. <laughs> I was like, "I love change!" And then I looked around. 60 other people not another person had their hand raised (laughs) and i just realized uh yeah i'm kind of the oddball of my industry i have these strengths that come out in uh, you know enthusiasm for seeing possibilities but most of my peers in the in the world that i was in for that long are not interested in those things and they're much more you know achiever and consistency and deliberative and discipline. Those are the, the strengths that kind of drive them. So I looked around and I was like, there is a definite li- difference between how I see things and how my peers do. It really helped to kind of see how I fit into that.
2: I think actually when I would really got to grips with my strengths as well, I realized having worked and it quite, it frightened me when I looked at this the other day and realized that I'd spent 17 years mainly working in corporates with a little bit of time and local government and uh, from uh, a professional services viewpoint which I've worked in in marketing business development for a long time there's a, a lot of focus on um, weaknesses and the fact that people have to be well-rounded and, and good at all things and I think I began to realize that actually that doesn't the focus on weaknesses and coming at things from a deficit mindset has been a massive frustration of mine for so long, particularly with the maximizer in me, the, the individualisation, it, it, it's so important for me to feel that there's the opportunity to focus on strengths and individualisation to help other people to focus on their strengths. Um, and so, you know, it's it, – and, and that's where I came to the realisation as well is actually this isn't um, – I, I don't want to work in an environment anymore where I feel that I'm not putting my strengths to their best use.
0: So, yeah. Victoria, how now you shared this assessment with other people? You told them about StrengthsFinder. You use it now professionally. Do you ever get any kind of resistance to assessments in general? People say, I don't want to take an assessment. I don't want to be placed in a silo. I don't want to be labeled. And if so, how do you kind of get around that? And how do you explain to them what Finder is all about?
2: Um, I think for me, I put um, my strengths as best I can to use when I'm talking to people about the assessment and try to gauge from some of the language when I'm talking to them and where I think that their strengths might predominantly lie and how to look to I guess influence them to move towards want to take the test I haven't interesting I haven't had anyone um, say I don't want to do this and I think when I'm in front of someone and talking to them about it because I feel so passionate I think that then comes across so they might not go away and take it immediately but eventually they kind of get in the grips of this is something that I must do because it's reinforced and reinforced and I think when you when you explain to people some of the you know the personal journey that I've gone through but both personally and professionally as a result of doing the Finder assessment and, and what that's done for me and my family and my relationships as well and you talk about that and and some of the know using my input and saying you know one in the chances of you having the same strengths in the top five in the same order as somebody else is one in 33 million that's such a powerful statistic Mm -hmm. you kind of see people's ears prick up and kind of go oh okay Uh, I, I could possibly be unique and I think that's what's been really interesting for me is when I first did the assessment and I looked at it I didn't understand that my strengths are very unique and Things like you know, my arranger, for example, is is a good example. I'd always sort of thought, well, why do why do people in my personal life always give me things to organize? Why am i the one that always organizes the family get-togethers or the holidays every year? And then I realised, <laughs> well, actually, that's just it's just what I'm good at. And when my husband did his 34. Um, consistency is is my number thirty four. Oh, so it's mine. It's number one. I think there's a theme, isn't there? Because we, yeah. uh, the three of us collectively, have consistency quite, mm-hmm. quite low <laughs> down. And it was suddenly, you know, I I, I get that. I get why he's he, he likes to follow a process, and he's also he has adaptability as well, which is interesting because it means that together combined. If we need to suddenly change something, he will just jump in. So day to day, he likes a process and he likes to follow rules, but he will adapt, um, when necessary. So, and I, you know, we need those complementary partnerships. They're so important, both personally and professionally. And I will go to him and because of the individualization and in me. Yeah. And and he'll say, actually, you know, I don't think that is fair because of this, this and this. And then I can get the other viewpoint, which is so important.
1: Vicky, uh, we mentioned earlier that you live in Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Yeah. Would you mind just sharing just to, to shortly the journey of how you got there? Are you there with your family? Uh, yeah, I'm here with my husband. So mm-hmm. uh, it's nearly
2: five years now uh, that we've been out here. So. I moved out here, uh, to work with a law firm heading up, um, or well, in, initially as a, a manager in their team looking after business development and then moved to the firm which I was with until fairly recently heading up marketing and business development for the region. And it's, um, been you know an amazing five years since we've been out here and the the mix of uh, and the diversity of cultures and the opportunity to um, work across those and the different jurisdictions in the region has been fantastic Uh, I think that what is really interesting here as well is that there are some if you look at the uh, Gallup report on the state of uh, the workplace the Middle East does have some challenges around um, levels of engagement so here I think uh, when they did that survey and they surveyed the, the local population they found that actually here there are the lowest levels of engagement um in the world um so there are challenges uh around that but it's it's fantastic it, it's changed so much just in in those nearly five years that i've been here um in the in dubai particularly it's grown and developed Um so it's an amazing place to live
1: that's fantastic i grew up in um, the country of italy and I spent my entire childhood around internationals and I myself was a foreigner for a lot of those years. So I know, I know how exciting it can be to connect with people that are much different than you. I noticed on your Facebook page that there are a lot of photos of different strengths groups that you have met with in, in Dubai. Are you heading up a group there? I'm looking at the moment and
2: uh, setting up the uh, first meet-up group in Dubai for um, Strengths Enthusiasts. So that's been fantastic. And I've had a lot of help. And this is what I love about the Strengths work as well, is it feels like such a community. So um, I've had some great help from um, Alex Wong and uh, talking to Rhonda Boyle and their own experience of setting up strengths meetup groups. So um, yes, we hope to get that off the ground uh, fairly soon in the autumn, the first meetup.
0: It was amazing to be surrounded by people that are such like-minded, at least focused on the strengths-based development, the concepts of strengths. And I think it was really insightful for me just to hear how they interpret themes and things maybe a little bit differently than I do um and mm. it was it, now there's another one coming up in Des Moines that I'm going to on the 26th. so they're popping up all over the world now and it's exciting to see because it's an opportunity to kind of connect with people that you probably wouldn't have met otherwise so
2: yeah that's what I love about uh, you know love about it and uh, as you, uh, i think you have mentioned on shows before and there, a lot of people they have taken the assessment but then they don't know what to do with it it's you know it's great to have it but how do you actually apply it so it can make a real difference to, you know, your life moving forwards. And I think that's that's the challenge.
0: Yeah. And that's my next question. So what advice would you share with someone who has just taken the assessment? They're sitting there and they're looking at their report and then they turn to you and they say, Vicki, now what? What do I do with this information? Well,
2: I always ask, and it's been mentioned before, and and say to people to take the report, look at it, you know, do the highlighting of the things that really stand out to them. And when I did this exercise um, with my team in my previous company, and I asked them to actually spend some time, a couple of weeks, really thinking about the things that were energizing them and the things that were weakening them, and to think about where their strengths might be playing a part in that as well. So to, to get to grips with those themes by looking at what really resonates from the report and then thinking about, okay, now I've done that. What do I want to do with this information now that I've got it? How do I want to use it? How can I implement and talking to individuals around um, things like, where, where do you feel that you've been really successful recently? Something that you did where it went really, really well for you. And that you can start to then help them understand where their strengths are coming into play and equally things that have frustrated them that may um, have been impacted by their strengths.
0: Well, Vicky, the first part of this conversation, there was no doubt you had input uh, you were talking about how you were excited okay. about taking the assessment. Then you started delving in, doing research about Gallup and the StrengthsFinder assessment and how <laughs> it was applied. Um, so there's, there's no doubt I see input all over, but. I'm going to ask you this question, and there's no right answer or wrong answer to this. <laughs> what, uh, what is your favorite theme in your top five and why?
2: Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. And I have to just say, uh, I haven't mentioned it, that part of my input was actually coming across your podcast and listening <laughs> oh, to all of those. Great. So that when I was Googling, and, and I just love them. So it's great to have the opportunity to do this with you. Um, it, it is a tough one. I would probably have to say that... Um, I would pick my Maximizer, not because it's my top theme, but because I see it it is overarching to all of my um, other strengths uh, and it has an impact. So with my input, it's all about getting the best information, um with my arranger, how can I configure things to be the best that they can possibly be? How can I learn but be selective about the learning to make sure that you know, I'm getting the best and I'm getting the best quality of my learning. And relationships, it's how you know, I love um authentic, deep and meaningful relationships. So maximising those to be the best that they can be so it is that overarching theme to me that sits across all of the others
0: yeah and i I really like that concept that you say overarching theme. There's some folks that say core talent or lead talents, but I think that's for the longest time, I never really thought about that. I looked at my top five and I knew there was probably one or two particularly that I was very strong at, uh, that were extremely evident, but I never looked at one that kind of drove them all. And for me, I've said this in the past, that's my communication that allows me to kind of open the door and everything falls in behind and allows me to kind of break through any barriers, meet new people and talk about strengths. So, So, here's a new question. You're going to be the guinea pig for this one. Are you ready?
2: Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So,
0: I wanted to ask you, for our listeners, what would be your three strengths-based rules for success? You can take some time and think about them. This is uh, the show is recorded. We're not live. Um, but three strengths based rules for success. And I think you kind of touched on them earlier in the conversation. One of the reasons that you you said you were getting frustrated with, uh, uh, I don't know if it was just corporate work in general, but being able to say, hey, we've been running on a deficit for so long. Let's talk a little bit about maybe those three strengths based rules to get people to that next step.
2: I think. You know, one of the things that's been really important for me in terms of my success, both you know, very much personally and professionally, has been uh, that understanding of, you know, what is it that my strengths need and where can they be triggered into, um, you know, what are my internal triggers, what are my external triggers that can put me into A place where I'm not being effective in terms of the relationships that I want to work with. So that might mean that I could be triggered to just think, oh, well, I'm not going to deal with this anymore. I'm just going to go off and do this on my own because that person has triggered me because I'm not able to use uh, my strength or arranging for example so I'm not being able to configure resources as effectively as I want to or I'm um, being micromanaged which as an arranger is a a huge uh, trigger for me not to feel that I have autonomy and being micromanaged so to really get to grips with um, those things that and when you're feeling frustrated to think about okay what's frustrating me right now and which of my strengths do I think are being frustrated and often uh, you know i've I've seen some sort of patterns with me where it's quite interesting my family have, have sort of said to me before you, you can you know you're a bit overbearing and controlling, and that is the overuse of my arranger, which I recognize if I don't feel that I'm in control of something so if perhaps somebody else is dealing with something for me and I'm not I'm not understanding what's going on and I don't feel feel out of control with it then that can put me into a situation where I become a bit overbearing uh, quite overbearing sometimes and and controlling so getting to grips with that would say I would say is, is Definitely one of the rules for success. And to think about um, your weaknesses, I think understanding those and often some of the criticism of of strengths is like, well, you need, you know, we need to focus on weaknesses and improving our weaknesses. And in actually, when you look at weaknesses, a lot of them are the overuse of our strengths or our strengths being uh, misapplied. And understanding the things that we're weak in and where our strengths might be a weakness for us but also okay if I'm not um, good at fixing problems and I recognized this when I took my 34 and I saw restorative I was like yeah you know actually when something is broken I really really struggle with that you know if the washing machine breaks down for example in the house I just want to throw it away and buy a new one I don't even (laughs) want to think about fixing it and I I get incredibly um, frustrated and I've realized that For a long time in my work as well, it's like, you know, come to us with a solution to the problem. And when it's framed in that way, I felt so de energized because the maximizer in me is I want to make it better. And it was very interesting. I was having a conversation with um, Alex Wong about this. And he said, Actually, you know, maximizers can be good at solving problems. It's just how you reframe it for yourself, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. So rather than thinking about it's broken, how do you fix it? How can you make it better um, as a maximizer for me is a language that I can understand and start to think about, oh, OK, you know, how do we make it better as a maximizer? Mm-hmm. Um, so getting to to grips with uh, the weaknesses the partnerships to help you overcome your weaknesses and identifying where you may be um, perhaps putting your strengths into overuse mm. and I have to think of a third one <laughs> third um third rule for success I think it is really what do I want to do with this you know I've I understand this I understand my strengths. how do I want this to um, help me you know this strengths and focusing on strengths can give you so much more confidence it can make you feel that you're fulfilling a life of purpose but it's understanding what it is that you want to do with it and I, I think it took me it, it was a journey, and it's not overnight, and you have to work at it. So, if you're going to make your strengths work for you, it has to be something that you put time and attention into really understanding. And you know, I, before I can go out, and I've done quite a, a, you know some training and, and workshops and things now and coaching, but before I started to do that, I had to put you know give it the analogy of the plane. I had to put the oxygen mask on for myself and really get to grips with my own strengths and understand it so that I can feel that I can coach from the best possible position. So taking the time and effort to really um, understand your strengths and what you want to do with it. So what are the goals? What, you know, Where do you want to go to? And how do you want to use your strengths to help you
0: achieve the things that you want to achieve?
1: I have another question for you, Vicky. It's not as Go hard ahead. as Andy's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, she was a maximizer. I was trying to make.
1: <laughs> That's
2: true. There's you can always recruit. Did, did I, you know, did I um, fulfill the requirement of a maximizer? <laughs> Absolutely.
0: You you arranged it Absolutely. nicely in a three part answer, and you maximize your response. I like it.
2: Yes, and can, exactly. I, can I get a copy of the interview so I can just go ahead and, you know, go back and maximize it as much as possible before <laughs> you
0: yeah, actually absolutely.
2: put it
1: <laughs> You know, if Andy had maximized I don't think we would ever actually publish our interviews. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: it, it, you know, it's a real, it's it's one of those, uh, you, uh, we, you talk about, you know, the strengths and the, and how they can get you into trouble and then maximize mm-hmm. I I do have that um uh, it's ne- it's never good enough not just something I'm doing is never good enough but I'm not good enough I I do suffer from that internally as well you know it's quite interesting and it is how to for me it's like to dial that down a bit sometimes and not over maximize something because yeah. I, c- I can have a tendency very much to want to do that
0: yeah I mean it's a it's I'm very similar so if you close your eyes and think about my top 10 Strategic futuristic woo ideation communication, activator significance, positivity, maximizer, and then individualization um, so wow. uh, yeah it's a little it's a what little intense <laughs> talked, there's a lot
1: going on in your head Andy
0: I know it's I live there I live in my head. I tell you I don't like being by myself because I drive myself crazy um, so it's important that I'm always out I'm
1: the opposite. I yeah. love being alone. Yeah, Vicky, my question, getting back to my question, I, I think your your mix of strengths is really interesting. Uh, we've had different people on the show who have Maximizer along with other um, mixes of strengths, and there's so interesting how it comes out. Um, I would love to hear your point of view on the relator empathy, the relationship-building themes, mostly yeah. because I'd love your response to this, this kind of thought process. Um, I have a relative who I had a, the hardest time figuring out for years, and I really didn't know how to get along with this person until I realized that uh, she has empathy in her top five. And then, even then, I, it took me a while to realize that empathy comes out in much different ways um, depending on the other strengths. And this person tends to have the person has a lot of executing strengths along with the empathy. So there's a lot of um, it, it. It didn't seem like she was very empathetic, <laughs> but the way it mm-hmm. came out was that she deeply, deeply felt emotions of others, even if she didn't communicate it. So, you know, the, once I've understood that, it opened up a whole door of opportunity to be able to, to understand that person better and to, you know, to think, oh, okay, well, I, I really don't want to hurt her feelings because she really takes on deeply how other people feel and internalizes it, but she's not telling me. So yeah. for you, obviously you don't have trouble communicating. <laughs> but (laughs) relator being for close relationships and empathy for deeply feeling emotion right how does that yeah. play out with the rest of your strengths?
2: Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Because I have um, in my top 10, I've got four relationship themes with individualization and connectedness being the other. So relate is interesting, particularly in you know, living um, out here and moving out here, which took me away from a lot of my close family and friends because close relationships are really um, important to me so I think from a quite a young age um, the relator in me sort of played out along with the empathy so people and my friends um, would seek me out to you'd talk to me about something be it something they were going through or a specific sort of topic or feelings that they had or need so i I recognize that I tend to work really well with people who tell me what it is they want to accomplish in life, which, you know, the maximizer, how can they take themselves from good to great? So I, I work really, really well um, with people in that way. And I'm pretty selective um, about my relationships as well. Um with empathy I, I, I like the fact that you see people who trust me that's really important to me and mm. being sort of the maintainer of um confidences often and I do I've always had some people I meet even at quite because I don't I'm not very good at small talk um so definitely don't have woo anywhere by <laughs> top 15 it's uh, very close to the bottom so I could do small talk for you know, a few minutes, and then it becomes quite excruciatingly painful, (laughs) because I want to get to the grips of the relationship. And I've often had people sort of say to me, I can't believe I'm telling you this. I've only known you for a couple of hours. And I can't believe telling you. So what I think my other strengths that come into play here, definitely my input, Um, I've always been told I'm, my husband would probably say I'm nosy. I like to say I'm just curious. So I, I feel that I've always been somebody that asks questions. So I like Mm -hmm. to get Information and I like to get information a lot of the time through people because of my um, strong relationship strength. So I will be asking questions, wanting to talk to people, get their viewpoint, know more about them you know, to get um, information. And when I feel, you know, I'm very comfortable with my own company and working um, both on my own and in a team, and sometimes uh you're know, spending a lot of time working at home at the moment and I'll just go upstairs to the local coffee shop where I know the guys who work there really well um and just sit and do my work in the coffee shop because it, it makes me feel better to be around some people that I know so that helps feed my relational uh, related strength when I'm feeling that I need to to, to have it contributed to
1: Hmm. I love to be in coffee shops too yeah that definitely answers my question I'll actually go in coffee shops with (laughs) earplugs and find a quiet little table where I can observe from a very introverted corner
0: like earplugs like yeah. you're mowing the lawn and you're wearing earplugs, like the ear little plugs?
1: the little squishy earplugs that you can kind of you know squish oh, your fingers see? and put in. No, and then could... I can be in my own <laughs> private strategic <laughs> little world.
0: That's my <laughs> worst nightmare. That that's be punishment for me. I can't do that. I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of like Vicky. I need to be around. I we had this conversation yeah. with Ian Pettigrew in our last episode of Thematics, and him and I both discussed like we work so much better. We don't need to be integrated into a team. We don't need to be focusing on a single task or a solution to a problem, but we just need to be around people. If I have an idea and I just sit here and I have nobody to tell, I will just stew. I'll get like shaky <laughs> and be like, I got to tell somebody about this. That's why I love technology. That's why I love podcasting. That's why I love social media. That's why I love Skype because it gives me an opportunity to connect with people even if they're physically not here. And that's something that's very, very important to me. And it's it's one of my keys to success is being able to connect with others and share my ideas for the future, ideation, futuristic, and just kind of move forward. If if I'm left alone, I will spend so much time in my own head, and it's not a good place for me to be (laughs) long-term, I'll tell you that right now.
1: Well, thank goodness we have this way to connect, and we're (laughs) merging opposite sides. Well, the the center of the U.S., the West Coast, and now Dubai, which is across the Atlantic Ocean from us. Yeah,
0: I have some friends in Dubai as well. They're UAE, they're air traffic controllers, so there's a lot of... (laughs) Uh, contracted oh. air traffic controllers from the u s especially in the United States Air Force, often yep. take jobs over there in u a e so and actually, <laughs> I flew cool. through there on my way to Iraq the first time, so it was it's a it 's an interesting destination i'd like to come back and visit so
2: yeah you'd notice a lot of change as well <sighs> well it's just Changes sure. all the time. I get. I went away for five weeks recently. I went home to the UK because we're in the summer here. It gets very quiet, and it was. I came back, and I'm like, "How can all of these restaurants and coffee shops and different things have suddenly popped up in five weeks? It's mm. Astonishing. Wow.
0: Yeah. The last time I went through there, they were constructing their own island. I think it was in the shape of something. Now is that still happening? Yeah. The Palm. The Palm, yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, goodness, that would have been, oh, I don't even know now. Uh, it was before I moved out, at least yeah. six, seven years older, old now, at least yeah. old more. You're old, Andy. I'm old. old,
0: yeah, I'm an old guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I> was... <laughs> so, Vicki, we're going to close this bad boy up, but I am so glad you joined us on Thematics. Your insights were were amazing. I took a lot of notes here. And if our listeners are tuning in, they say, "Man, that Vicky Haverson. See, I said it right that time. <laughs> I really want to connect with her. How can they reach you?"
2: Um, well, you can, they can email me at vicki uh, at thestrengthsbox dot com, or uh, can go to the website, which is www dot com.
0: Very good, Grace. Do you have any?
1: box is spelled b o x. Oh, it, yeah.
0: Correct, yeah. Grace, you have any questions for Vicky before we close this out?
1: I'm just thrilled to connect with you Vicky. I yes, I'm so glad indeed. I get to hitch my wagon onto Andy and be part of this podcast because I've met the most interesting people. So, yeah. thanks so
2: much for being on the show. No, you're welcome. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks very much for having me. It's like a strength caravan. We're all I moving. Love a, it. We're all
1: moving I in the know, same
2: it's direction. It's great. I love it. i I, <laughs> I, I have, you know, I was, I was just thinking about something you said the other day, and it's, um, which I listened to, and it's like, actually, you know, the train is leaving. So if you want to get on the train, go on board <laughs> and let's all go together. And I just love that. I think that's fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that was a, a rant I went off on for a little bit. But yeah, I'm <laughs> a, it was great. Get on board or stay behind. I could care less either way. <laughs> (laughs) So I I, I want you to come, but I'm not going to I can't force you to. So if you want to get involved, let's do it. Uh, very yeah. good. Thanks again, Vicky, for being on the show. Well. You guys can find us at UnleashStrengths.com. Thematics is available on iTunes as well. Just go to iTunes, search thematics. There's also links all over our website. Again, if you do listen to us via iTunes, I ask that you subscribe and leave us a positive review. Those reviews really help our podcast kind of reach the top. All right, everybody, this is Andy from Unleash Strengths, and I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. <music> Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics, presented by unleashstrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted. All right. Great job.
1: That was great, Vicki. The only reason I wanted to spell out box is because... um, Most of our listeners, well, it's expanding, but most of our listeners are Americans, (laughs) and our English sounds like, you know, chewed up cowboy language, but um, the way that you pronounced it was so proper, books, it sounded to me in my American English kind of like books, (laughs) B-O-O-K-S, so I wanted to make sure that the spelling (laughs) was proper. Otherwise, I don't know what the strengthbooks.com looks like, but...
0: But I um, love inter- I love interviewing TV. people from the UK. I love, I love the way their voice sounds. Like even yes. Ian, it just sounds like I want to get curled up by a fire and have somebody <laughs> read to me like a Charles Dickens novel while I sit there and eat like chocolate chip cookies. I just oh, love oh, it. It's a comforting, comforting sound. So.
1: Well, it's so Keep nice to the... describe it. Describe my accent in the way is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so we, we have, I tell my children, it's like we live in a goldfish pond we are surrounded by what we hear every day and we forget that there are so many other accents and ways of thinking out there. But um, Vicky, to be honest, your voice is soothing and relaxing and I, I would love to hear more of your voice. (laughs) So if you seriously, if you record (laughs) uh, like even audio, and put that on your website. Do you have that already? Do you record anything? or No, I
2: do the, the website's really new. So I'm just in the process yeah. of um, looking at setting up my own business here. So yeah. um, literally the website is just, just there. And I, I look at yours, Andy, in and, and real envy and all these amazing videos that you've been I do doing. Too. <laughs> and it's like, how does he do this? I would not have a clue. Yeah,
0: there's a, I cloned myself. That's the <laughs> there's two of me. No, I... I enjoy you making the You do that all
2: yourself. Uh
0: well, I outsource some of the video production, so what I do, Grace and I were just having this conversation is mm. I'll write I'll write the script for the videos, I'll do the voiceover, I will grab all the graphics that I want. So basically I'm getting all the pieces to the puzzle, but where I lack is the, you know, as we went back down and said consistency is my number 34 or well, 33 is discipline. So I lack the ability to teach myself how to use Adobe After Effects and some of those video creation programs. But I have a good friend of mine who I've been working with for about three years is an, is an excellent at it. And he knocks it out in about probably about a quarter of the time that I'd be able to do it. And he does all that stuff for me. So, But it's, it's just true to the fact with business development, that's why I love strengths-based development. Because I think it holds hands very nicely with business development and especially entrepreneurship. Because as a business owner, especially if you're going to be a solopreneur, you're going to be all by yourself like I am. You have to find people who fill in those voids where you have lesser talents. If you don't, you're going to destroy yourself and you're not going to grow. And that was my Achilles heel when I started the business was I was spending so much time focusing on the logistics of building the business with, you know, the U.S. tax information and sending out invoices. And maintaining a budget and putting together a business plan, it sucked the life out of me. So I just said, well, how can I get out and just tell people about what I want to do? How can I tell people about the solution that I have now to their problems? And that was just me getting out and joining a whole bunch of nonprofits and, and local groups here in the community. And then finding somebody who got, who got excited about Excel spreadsheets and then sending <laughs> them the request to do that for me. And uh, immediately once I made that decision, I took that action. Things started to turn around.